0: sound of that means it's a sound of us talking to you. Welcome to the podcast, Junkland. What up? It's me, Sean, and... Uh, Anthony. And Anthony, there you go. Uh, straight off the back of a uh, double bubble last week.
1: Yeah, right? Nice uh, spooktacular. Uh,
0: yeah, we did a regular kind of show with uh, Carl on there. Uh, do you enjoy having Carl on the show?
1: Yeah. Nice little... Um, nice
0: little uh, different angle, different yeah. point of view on things.
1: BTK killer on the Halloween special as Halloween well. Halloween special. That was a new one.
0: Yeah. Um we both learned a bit there, didn't we?
1: I've actually had people message me as well and say, uh I actually had one guy message me with two serial killers stating these are underrated.
0: Underrated serial killers. I've had people come out killers. with different serials. Like guys I've never heard of as well. Yeah, same. Um, yeah. when you say to people like who's your favourite serial killer? Like they talk about serial killers almost like uh, the celebrities. Yeah. Oh, I loved this serial killer in the uh the 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 massacre of the church. I don't know. And uh, you go, oh, okay. Well, we're not actually we're not actually fans of these people. You know, we're just we are not like we're not like, fans of the work or anything. We just find them interesting. <laughs> so if you're into serial killers, skip on back and have a, have a little listen to that one. And uh, if you're not into serial killers, then listen to the other one. Listen to the other one, or just carry on. Listen to this one. It's up to you. How are you doing, world? How's it going? Halloween's been and gone. Anticlimax. It always is. You always look forward to a day, and it's always kind of like. Why am I looking forward to this? It's a normal day. Halloween is a normal day. Kids didn't knock on for trick-or-treating because of social distancing. You know, it's just you know, you can dress up as monsters and zombies and ghouls and ghosts, but the coronavirus is uh, stopping in your tracks there. Uh, lockdown. Again. Lockdown V2. The gyms are closed again, which doesn't make sense to me. Um, I'm 90% sure I caught COVID from the gym. Well, I did catch COVID, but um, yeah, that was tested, proven, fact. And I'm 90, probably 95%, 99%. let us go with 99% sure I got it from the gym because, sorry, a friend of mine caught it at the same time. We go to the gym together five times a week, same symptoms at the exact same time. Yeah, it's obviously got it from the gym. Having said that, I would still recommend going to the gym because there are very few cases that have actually been reported from gyms um, and loneliness and um being unfit Sedentrian. yeah being overweight um just being lazy in general and um, worse for your health Dawkins. than than, than, a, than a virus that's not that bad for you you know i had it um i'm generally a fit person i, I felt sick for a couple of days and it went and you know went away uh protecting our elderly you know you generally don't get elderly people in the gym so um and you generally don't get un fit people in the gym because, you know, people who go to the gym are probably quite fit already unless they're just starting that journey mm-hmm. of, you know, trying to get fit. Um, but, you know, that's not, it's not an unfit person who's at risk of the coronavirus. It's an unwell person. Somebody who's vulnerable. So maybe somebody who's, I don't know, you know, whatever whatever illness to have or whatever, you know, I don't know if you're pregnant you, is your, um, is your, you, what, what am I thinking? What, hormones what, or? No, what am I thinking of, you know, where you're more like, why can't my word recall is horrible lately? system. Yeah, your immune system like as well. is, is yeah, low. Is,
1: is that high or is it low when you're pregnant? I've not got a clue. Um, um, I think as well you kind of find with people that go to the gym, they are generally obviously quite kind of well in themselves because yeah. they're exercising to keep them fit um, and it's affecting people who have sedentary lifestyle, lazy lifestyle kind of disease. Not every time, granted. But a lot of them, if you type 2 diabetic, not every single one, but there's a strong chance that your food and your exercise is not in a healthy balance. You know, heart disease, again, not every time, but there's a strong chance that your diet is not that great. Yeah. And it's going to cause these effects. Yeah, there's usually an effect that you can sort of trace back to a lifestyle choice.
0: Not even a lifestyle choice, just sort of a lifestyle programming. And because our lifestyle is programmed into us from an early age, You know, if your parents are sort of lazy and don't exercise, probably means you want when we grew up dad was um into the gym you know his photographs of him like lifting weights in the house and stuff um he went to the gym quite a lot when we were young and sometimes would go with him yeah which then sort of ingrained <laughs> into us like the gym is something that a guy does a guy goes to the gym he looks a certain way he gets strong and you know sort of being and going to it the- for us well for me certainly it's like, sort of like a me- the measure of a man is somebody who sort of like can go to the gym and do well in the gym, can lift heavy weights and exercise, you know, that kind of thing.
1: Well, when I was 11, so obviously before everything got over 25s and all that kind of thing, from the age of 11, um, my Saturday was spent going to the gym in the morning with my dad. Obviously, I'm not doing what my dad's doing because he was strong as anything and I was a geeky little kid. He was crazy strong, um, And then I would sit in the corner with the bookies, and because he was a regular, no one but I had an eyelid. And well, when you, when you sat in the buckets. Yeah. And he would just say like, pick how I many teams so I'll put five pound on. And then like, that was, that was my Saturday. Every stand i would watch the scores. Yeah. Um, but it's actually going back to like the, the exercise. So in the forties or the fifties, you know, when they had bus conductors. Oh was, yeah. So they had tickets. So they did a study. I can't remember if it was in the forties or the fifties, obviously when conductors were about, but he actually did a study and I can't remember the exact um, this gap, gap in years of life. But bus drivers overall would die around like, I think it's like 10, 10 years before conductors, simply because conductors was up and down. Doing with, steps all Yeah, long. steps, just walking. And obviously bus drivers were just seated all day, every day, they'd go home, be sit yeah. down. So just for the simple fact of them being more manual on their job and they're walking up and downstairs and up and down the bus, they there was a big like increase in lifespan of conductors versus drivers.
0: It kind of just raises an interesting point in my head there, it's like, Do you think in sort of like this Instagram generation, people associate the gym with trying to look like um, what some would consider to be perfect? Yes. Um, Flat stomach, um, for females, flat stomach, you know. um, Big bone. Curves, big boobs, that kind of thing. And then for guys, it is sort of like rock hard abs, big chest, big arms, big shoulders. And in my experience of not ever looking like that, in my experience of knowing people that look like that, um, it's often people who don't, who are kind of skinner are usually the fittest mm-hmm. because people who run a lot don't tend to bulk up muscle because they don't because they're burning calories um there are old ladies oldish ladies who go to the gym who teach cycling classes who are very fit but are just sort of straight up and straight down flat and um, which you know there's nothing wrong with that at all um and does this new generation kind of ingrain exercise to looking like that rather than exercising to look healthy because or exercising to be healthy because you know moving like the, the ultimate goal really is to prolong death for as long as possible because that's what it's all about really when you think about it being yeah. healthier eating healthy foods isn't about getting skinny it should be about trying not to die
1: preventing rather than curing yeah. diseases
0: because the fact is as soon as you turn to the age of 22 as morbid as it sounds you're absolutely you're literally dying like you stop growing and your body starts dying and then you have to do everything you can to to prolong that Mm-hmm. you know just to just, just stop that process and slow it down so eating healthy and being healthy that is the way like going for runs and being skinner is going to be much more beneficial to you than lifting heavy weights eating four thousand calories a day to bulk up you know because people like in the, on instagram who call themselves influencers and they refer to themselves as athletes when in actual facts, all they are doing really is lifting weights five or six times a week in the gym getting big and strong and I don't think that qualifies you in my book that doesn't qualify you as an athlete an athlete is somebody who is probably um in a tiny percentage of people who are extremely fit and much fitter than everybody else in society you know people who can run much faster than say 90 percent of people people who can jump higher i mean i don't know what do, you, what do you think someone who can i mean because there is still somebody who lifts weights is still technically i mean you know, if, if you can lift weights and you, and you bench presses i don't know so, 150, 160 kilo. You're still in the top percentage of people in the world who can lift heavy weights. Eddie Hall is an athlete because mm-hmm. he lifts weights I'm at superhuman level. strength. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's a competition that only very few, very, very few people qualify for.
1: See, so if, I think particularly like the older generation and particularly women as well, they don't like the idea of lifting weights because they perceive it to be a, like a, a man thing and they don't want to get muscular and it's obviously like, if you get muscular, that fully depends on the amount of calories that you put into your body. Yeah. Um. But as you get older, resistance training is actually just as important as the fitness because obviously, as your bones, you need to keep your bone density up. So you know, putting extra stress on your bones is gonna increase your density or reduce the loss of bone density. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> your joints need lubricating, and putting force and stress on your joints is gonna. Lubricate your joints where obviously, if you're walking, it will do on like your knees and stuff, but in terms of like your elbows and your shoulders and you know, different angles of your hips and all that kind of stuff, you need to still keep them lubricated. Yeah, um, and that, that's not to say you should be, you know, you need to aspire to lift a shitload of weight. No, oh, no, no, that, that, could, be, that could be resistance. a bean cam,
0: that could be doing tricep sizes with, with bean tins, depending on your Yeah, yeah, of your, your, your level. Ability. I mean, there's a yeah. lady I follow on Instagram
1: who she's not actually too far off Nana, so she's. 70s and she's just deadlifted with chain, you know, with a big chains yeah, and stuff. She's you. lifting stupid weights, and amazing I love that arm as well. I love It that just goes woman. to
0: show like people who say they can't do it, it's not for them, are so full of their own shit, or they've convinced themselves that you know the, the, yeah, it's like the work that goes because it does take fucking hard work. Like yeah. it's you have to dedicate your life to it in some cases. Like me and you, we're not genetically inclined to sort of like instantly like I've got friends who can miss the gym for months and still look like the train. Yeah. Whereas we don't, we really have to sort of put the work in. Um sorry, just to go back, athlete, the the very definition of the word athlete is a person who's proficient in sports and other forms of physical exercise. So by the dictionary definition, people who are sort of what a dog, Not people well, proficient. So someone who's in the gym and they're quite good at lifting weights is technically an athlete. So mm. that's uh my my argument shot dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um what was we saying? Sorry.
1: Uh, you was saying
0: something about something. People making excuses. Yeah, about- so people, they'll, they'll make an excuse and they'll um they'll sort of fall back on that. Like, oh, I don't have time to go to the gym. It's like, yeah, but you watch all the Netflix shows. Like, you don't have to go to the gym. Like, exercise isn't specifically done in the gym. It can be done anywhere. And I know me and you talk about like keeping the gyms open. And um, that's because... Um, although you can do exercise outside of the gym if you really want to you can do which i will be doing for the next month or however long it lasts god knows how long it's going to go on for um i will i i think they need to keep because people work in gyms um there are personal trainers who work in gyms who work for themselves and make uh, make their living doing that um and then obviously it's the social aspects of going to the gym um which is good for your mental health there's the exercises within the gym that you can't do elsewhere. So if you've worked for months and months and months to build up muscle mass, which can be easily lost if you then just have to start running because running burns calories, and if you've you, your body might burn muscle before it starts burning fat. You might tell me differently. i maybe I'm wrong. In well, that. there's
1: um, the, the, one of the principles of fitness is progression or regression. If you don't progress, then you're not progressing, you're going to like regress. Yeah. So obviously, if people are going to stop doing that, then them gains or whether it be muscle gains or fitness gains or just being able to get out of the house and walk for 10 minutes and then up that to 20 minutes and now they can walk for half an hour like they're going to end up regressing back to it's important also not to
0: do the exact same exercise over and over because when people plateau yeah so say people go running do the same three miles every day you know it's within their interest to maybe Maybe flip it up. Maybe start at the other end of the track. You know, if it's a an ex, maybe if it's a running track or your path sort of has a lot of uphill or downhill. Maybe flip it around and run uphill this time rather yeah. than downhill. Or maybe rather than try and do three miles in thirty minutes, yeah, three miles in thirty-five minutes, maybe whatever, whatever it takes you. Uh, maybe try and do um, four miles in fifty minutes, or maybe try and do the three miles in quick. Maybe try and beat your time. Like don't just do the same run over and over because you know you even you can even stop burning fat once you plateau out and your body sort of gets efficient at doing the exercise that you've planned mm-hmm. so again use it if you cycle or whatever it is that you do if you're constantly keeping it the same your body will adapt perfectly to that style of exercise and the intensity of that exercise and how long you do that exercise for and it'll manage the energy stores within your body and it'll distribute it accordingly so you won't burn stored fat mm. i learned that from Javino years ago so i hope i'm right in saying that maybe i've remembered it wrong
1: uh, I mean, I mean, you know what I mean. Obviously, calories is calories. So if you burn calories, in essence, you're just going to burn calories. But but will your he's body learned,
0: will you to- yeah will your body store? Um, because fall back on a point of, um, bulimics, people who make themselves be sick. Um, the body starts overly storing fat because it's afraid it's going to lose it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. your body adapts to the fact that you're bulimic, and when you do eat, it's taking all that fat that you don't really want in your body um and, it, and it's storing it extra energy yeah. just in case and i'm wondering if somebody who exercises the same every day does that's, your body learn to affects. store that and go okay i'm, I'm going to keep this for that run yeah where in else if you if you change if you did a longer run or if you did a faster shorter run like you kind of throw your body off a little bit and mm. maybe you would burn for, i don't know And this there is absolutely no science behind what i'm saying like i'm, say
1: I'm if, I mean, questions i'm not 100% if giovino said it i would fully reply i would i would back that um yeah. And yeah, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say it was wrong. Um, like I said, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Um, I just remember him breaking it down to me like that. And I was kind of, oh yeah, okay, makes a good point. Because I was doing the same three mile run. All the time. All the time. And I would, my only goal that I would try and beat was, I'd always try and do the first mile as quick as possible. And then the rest of the run was kind of just the rest but, of the run.
1: Again, it's like, like you're going to go back to progression, regression. If you're not progressing that run, then yeah. again, yeah. So you're going to fall back, to so it makes sense. I was always like, honest, I
0: think the fastest I did a mile was like... My fa- seven and a half minutes at the point at that time. Like, now I think I'm back to, like, just shy of nine minutes yeah. because I've not done seri- – I've not ran seriously for for years, really. Um, Other than the last lockdown, I was kind of, like, trying to beat it. But um, my running path was a bit – because it was, like, through the woods around where we live. Um, sort of flooring like, in the hills. You flooring. Like, it was uphills and there was no real downhills and, you know, unsteady ground. So it was, like, you can't really benchmark, like, a flat, straight run yeah, against yeah. that. So, um, Yeah. So open the gyms, damn it. Fucking closing gyms. Contain the virus. We must contain the virus. This is important to contain the virus. And we're going to start it on Thursday. What are you thinking, but, man?
1: And it's like, I've seen a thing, and the vast majority, I've said it before, but the vast majority of people are wearing masks. And the mask was supposed to be this big thing that was going to contain it. And it's obviously not.
0: No, I mean, there, there's evidence, because like people are talking about the science behind it. And guess what? Science gets proved and disproved all the time. There is science to say that the mask is actually doing nothing. Yeah, i doctors. Because we have to remember this, the science isn't protecting you, it's protecting other people from you. Yeah, yeah. You know, the coughing and the sneezing and the touching your face and stuff like that. You know, which is fine. Like, at first I was a bit like, I was, you know, I kicked off a little bit. I was like, I'm not fucking wearing a mask everywhere. I don't believe in it. And then I was like, you know, there's a good chance I'm wrong. I'm not a fucking scientist. I don't know. So maybe I am wrong. So for the sake of it, I'm just going to wear this mask. Which... I do in most, you know, if I'm going to Tesco's or whatever, you know, I'll, I'll wear one. Um, I don't wear one when I go to the gym um, because I think it's pointless in that scenario, like completely fucking pointless. Yeah. We're all touching the same shit. We're all heavy breathing in the same atmosphere.
1: I do clean up after myself.
0: I always clean. It's so uh, I do a lot of Stairmaster to burn some to burn some calories and, you know, because it's kind of an exit. You're leaning over the machine and you're sweating onto it. You know, I always clean it and then spray it clean it again because you know, I don't know what's, I mean, first of all I don't want someone else to fucking inherit my sweat when they go onto the machine yeah but um, I don't clean um like the handles on the weights and shit
1: well, like said, sometimes I'll just spray it oh maybe I can't be I wiping it all down yeah I'll spray it up yeah. um, spray as a go
0: yeah it's crazy because it? it's like the virus is serious again and then like a couple of weeks ago everyone's kind of like chilled and that's oh it's serious again and
1: uh, I don't know and moment. now it's um now it's running parallel with a high threat of uh, a terrorist attack apparently in the UK. It's like, yeah. where are these guys going to be terrorising? No bastards allowed out. Where are they going to go? That's the thing. Like,
0: terrorism's back now. Like, it wasn't getting spoke about for the longest time. The I was, was talking about gone, Iran. but it yeah, back. back. Yeah, terrorism comes back. I mean, it's not... I mean, it has because there was in um, yeah, no. Vienna, there was a terrorist attack. And
1: was it one in France, possibly? I don't know. Where, um, I'm sure there was a priest that got Oh, yeah, shot. yeah, yeah, there was, yeah. Was it, um,
0: it was over something religious as well, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Was he saying something anti-Semitic or was it someone being anti-Semitic?
1: I didn't get a full wind. I just know it was that. And then there was the Vienna story. Um and that one obviously kind of within within a week of each other. us. Yeah.
0: Um, so today I kind of wanted to talk about the results. Of, so as of recording this podcast, it's um, Wednesday afternoon. Um, and the US election... Um, the polls closed last night, which would have been Tuesday around 12 o'clock, 12 a.m. UK time, which would have been about 8 o'clock um, Eastern, maybe. Uh, yeah, so the poll started closing. So I was like, oh, cool, we're going to have the results to talk about. And then straight away, like, this is going to go on until, it could go on until Friday. And you're like, why? And it's because a lot of the um, the ballots that got mailed in because people didn't want to go out because of the virus. Um a lot of those need to be counted and obviously they need to count every single one of them don't matter what the results are every single ballot needs to be counted because everybody's vote needs to be heard it's the law and so this could go on till friday um it's looking it's backwards and forwards like people were saying like oh it's going to be a landslide joe biden and then it starts and you know trump takes some early territories and then joe biden kicks back and as it stands now i think joe biden's on like 224 and trump's on like 116. so we we'll wait and see what happens with Pennsylvania and uh, Georgia. Um, Trump needs to hold those to um, stand a chance. Stand a chance, yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it's a hard one because you 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 watching the news and the news has agendas and stuff, and you kind of don't know what to believe and what's going on. You know, uh, Donald Trump was was losing the election until like sort of the the last couple hours, and then I woke up in the morning and you know he was being he's making a speech. You know, beat beat Hillary. sell so like Undertaker and. That's it. it just came out of nowhere. Cause it's weird. It's like you can receive less votes across the board, but still win the election in America because of the the uh, the electoral college. Um. So the way it works is um. It's not you know you think when you're a kid you think whoever gets the most votes wins, but it's just not the case at all. Um, it's kind of like how it is in the UK with like the constituencies, you know, different areas of the country. So you you vote for your local constituency and then that's worth a set amount of points. And then it's those amount of points that tally up. So when you're in America, um, you're actually in your, in your state is worth so many um, electoral votes. So you actually vote for a representative who works in government to make a vote on your behalf. So when you see like Trump scored 12, that's because that um, state is worth 12 electoral votes and the people within that state are voting for those individuals who then make that vote on their behalf
1: Is so that dependent on size of the state
0: yeah i, th- I think it's more um population density. i might be wrong now but um so basically yeah so it's like one state could be worth 12 points and another state could be worth five points and in the state that um donald trump wins say five points um, a million people could vote for this just random figures a million people could vote for him And then Joe Biden could win 12 points in the next state where 250,000 people vote for him. Mm. And, you know, based off that alone, Joe Biden wins, but Donald Trump got much more votes. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's those are just random figures. I don't know if that's what states are worth or whatever. But yeah, it's going to go on. And um, Trump's saying already that he thinks the election's been rigged and they're still counting votes and they shouldn't be counting votes after the results are getting announced because in his head, he's thinking they're going to change the results, you know, based on how it's going. He yeah. thinks he should have won the election already, thinks it's been done. And now with new votes coming in overnight and stuff, uh, he thinks someone somewhere is a... Rigging che- it. Yeah, rigging it, which, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a possibility it could be rigged, but y- y- I think you need to have evidence of that before you start accusing people. Um, Both sides apparently have got their legal teams ready to go.
1: Yeah, I've heard him say, I'll go straight to the Supreme Court or something. Yeah, because um. whoever,
0: whoever wins, the other side's going to challenge it. Obviously, the, um, the Democrats want Trump out, and um, Trump thinks that the election's rigged against him. So I think this is going to be absolute craziness till January.
1: Makes a good, makes for a good, uh, good watching. though, doesn't it? Good Twitter accounts. It does.
0: Yeah, you get to follow some um, sick shit going. You get to see some rants.
1: Donald Trump memes. Good Donald Trump. Oh man!
0: Imagine if yeah, uh, what we're going to do for memes if Donald Trump doesn't win?
1: I mean. The fingers must be rubbing their hands as well The journalists at like this at uh, like this election. All the puns and stuff you can use for the knee. You know, is Donald going to come up Trump's? Uh, <laughs> is Joe Biden his time? Yeah. They must be rubbing their hands, the journalists.
0: <laughs> Joe Biden. <laughs> um, I mean, I know you've seen it, but need it needs mentioning. mention Just before we came on, uh, came online and started talking, we was... I showed you that video, that, um, that Donald Trump video that I posted on Twitter. <laughs> And it's two minutes of Donald Trump dancing on stage to... YMCA. YMCA the by the... Thing, village people. Yeah. It's just like, da, 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 young man. And <laughs> it's just my like, like shake, like doing this weird dance move. Like if you on Twitter, um, go on his account and look for it. It's the weirdest video. So it's two minutes straight of him on stage doing this like same hand movement. Like his oh. fists like swaying from side to side, pointing at the crowd members. And like it cuts to the next like camp sweeping camera shot of him like pointing them, like, back to him dancing. It's like, it's two minutes long. Like, Why is it two minutes long? <laughs> it's like a
1: family Christian entertainer. Yeah. It?
0: <laughs> da, 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 da. And apparently the village people or whoever's still, I don't know if they're still alive, um, they're like, we don't want him using. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't want him to use the music for that. You know, I don't know. I don't know
1: why. Which is going to make him want to use it more, you know, because it's going to piss people off. That's it, he will.
0: Um, there was a, <laughs> one of the, like the first big like sort of Trump memes was, when he got um, his, like, inauguration, uh, there was a a comparison to, like, Barack Obama's and Donald Trump's and, like, who performed at Barack Obama's and then who performed at Donald Trump's. And the band that played at Donald Trump's, it was Smash Mouth, you know, who did the song from Shrek. Yeah, yeah. Somebody wants to that one. Yeah, yeah. But it turns out, like, that was just a meme that somebody made. It wasn't, it was just some other band. Oh really? Yeah, but um somebody put that over the top because it showed Donald Trump singing. It looks like he's singing that song and it which made it hilarious. And for years I thought it was true. And then like smash mouth for like just going like going mental on Twitter, like people need to like realise that we, we didn't perform at that point, we didn't perform at that point. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember some um it was like some proper random band that yeah. um that I've seen that video as well when he first got declared as president.
0: Yeah, and he was just like there was no one there because everyone was like fuming at him. But the, yeah, it's the day, so
1: like no one was there because he's fuming at him. It's like he's won, it's like
0: exactly, He's won, he's not but, cheated his way there, he's won.
1: But, but there's the inauguration in um, Washington, yeah, yeah. So obviously, I know Joe Biden's took Washington and everything, kind of. Uh, yes, so that's maybe why not many people was there. Imagine yeah. being, that being hosted and put up in a house where nobody wants you. I know he's had that for like. Well, he's had it for four years, hasn't he? I mean, you know, it's not an estate or anything like that where people are going to be graffitiing his doors and it's the White House, but still.
0: What's it like to be, like, openly hated? Like, because it's almost like with Donald Trump, it's open season, you can say whatever you want about him and no one is going to pull you up on it. Mm. Like, in today's sort of, in today's society, the left can say whatever they want about whoever they want, as long as it's not sort of... um, as long as it sort of doesn't go against their own sort of like leftist values. But the right can't say shit. Like mm-hmm. the right can't say anything. So anything Donald Trump says gets ridiculed. But people can say, I hope he dies of coronavirus. And no one pulls him up on that. Because if you're on the left and you're left leaning, it's kind of like you can say what you want, and Donald Trump is open season, you can say anything about him and his family. You can talk shit about his kids, you can talk shit about his wife, and it's fine. It's it's a weird one, it's a weird
1: dynamic. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know me. the left and right wings kind of thing. Um,
0: well, you have, like, so, I mean, I feel like, to be honest, like, we're quite liberal, really. Um, But, I, I mean, I suppose we are. It's what, what is liberal now isn't the same as what was liberal a few years ago. Like, you have, like, extreme left and, you know, extreme anything is wrong, isn't it? Like, extreme right is bad. Um, I suppose I kind of sit in the middle, really, and I sort of take values from either side. I wouldn't say I'm left or right. Because I certainly not a I won't call myself a liberal, but I also wouldn't really call myself conservative either. Yeah. Because what a liberal is in two thousand and twenty is just, just it just feels like you know the kind of person is just offended and pissed off at everything, and he's just like you know social social warriors just looking for a reason to be pissed off and pulling people up on Twitter for things he said four years ago, yeah, or ten years ago, you know. I and mean? but
1: yeah, that's it. I mean, I've just seen t- it t- within football somewhere. and stuff where. Someone's been like done off the club, whatever, for something. It's like he was probably about fourteen when he wrote that. Like, Serious. If I think back to stuff, I probably would have said it or done when I was like not done, like obviously like a hooligan where I broke it. But, like just dumb shit you, you probably said. said. Yeah, like stupid shit you think. Like if you if, if you ever got pulled up, you'd be like, "Why did I say that?" Yeah,
0: like and you say, "Why did you say that?" And you go, "Cause I was a kid and yeah. it was fucking it was ridiculous." Fucking, I was an idiot, I thought it was funny. Like, and then these people have to issue an apology. Like, can you apologize? What for something I said when I was fucking
1: twelve? Well, That's like Kevin out when he refused to apologize, it's like. Why should you have to apologise? Because it's a homophobic
0: joke. Yeah. But comedians tell homophobic jokes all the I mean, they don't really do it anymore. It must be tough being a comedian now. You can't mm. say shit. Like, tons of comedians won't even perform at um, universities anymore. Because, like, you turn up to a university and you get given a list of things that you can't joke about because universities now are so sort of controlled by the left that um, you just can't say shit. Like, you watch um, sort of like Jordan Peterson um, and Ben Shapiro speaking at universities, to people who want to hear them speak and they get crashed by like the sort of radical left, like trying to shut the event down. It's like, that's for, that's that's his right to speak. And the people in the audience, that that's their right to hear someone speak. Like you can't shut them down and silence them just because you disagree with their politics or you disagree with what they have to say.
1: I mean, it's literally as easy as if you don't like it, like to leave, like, yeah. you don't have to hear this, it's and like.
0: It, and if you want that room full of people to agree with what you say, then just bring a better argument. Mm. Like, just speak loud, but like, speak clear and like, don't come in screaming shit and, you know, f- fuck you guys, you're all fascist. Like, don't just like throw name calling around, you know, just come in with an argument.
1: But it's always like one person who isn't kind of with like a label or with, you know, like under contract where they come out and they say it as it is. And then they're the ones that get respect off the vast majority of people. So yeah it's like, not the, the majority like people go, oh everyone gets offended by anything it's like they don't but it's just the way it's pursued now it's like everybody thinks everybody's offended by anything where
0: it's a small like, percentage of people that are yeah, hyper offended isn't
1: it yeah so like say you can get someone who just speaks the the truth whether you agree or not it's like yeah okay he's come out he said what he had to say Um, yeah. like to be like, fair I, I kind of like Russell Brand he comes oh I like Russell Brand he's way. um like I say he, he just he just says what he wants he don't, he don't give a fucking like, I say, I might agree, I might not agree, but he's like, okay, He's, just, he's got the balls to say, yeah. But Russell what Brand's is.
0: very left, so he's he's very liberal. Um, I'd say he's far left. What is, but he can have he, put, he can have a conversation with somebody on the right, and you know, sort of see eye to eye and agree and disagree on stuff. That's but then right. disagree politely and challenge each other, but have like a really good challenging debate. sort yes, of debate it? and a conversation, and that's what it should be like because then you can still get on but disagree on things. Mm. Whereas if someone just gets like abusive. And really challenges you and gets aggressive and he wants to shut the conversation down because it's not going their way. Well, that's quite tyrannical, actually. And it's quite—it's—it's it's exactly what the, they think they're fighting against. So they yeah. call Donald Trump um, a fucking a dictator, which is obviously not a dictator, and they call him a Nazi, which is obviously not a Nazi. But turning up to a rally and shutting it down because you don't agree with it—that's more. Yeah that's, yeah, that's that's what a Nazi is really. It's not exactly what a Nazi is. You know, there's much worse traits to a Nazi than that. Yeah, yeah. So Among Us have you played Among Us the game.
1: Uh ah uh, well yeah I've played it with my daughter yeah.
0: So to those who don't know Among Us is a um it's a mobile app it's a game you uh, you you join the game and you're in a sort of like a little waiting room with a bunch of other players online and then you're all around as characters one of you is an imposter and you have to kill everybody else on the ship and everybody else on the ship has to do a bunch of tasks before they all get killed and then when somebody gets killed and they find a the body you all have to discuss amongst yourselves like who's the killer? And so there's a lot of conversation going on between strangers across the world, and um, obviously, that's going to create issues, you know, with the amount of predators online. Yeah. So I was playing it um, for a little while, kind of addicted to it. You know, to start playing it all the time, and you join it, and obviously, kids love this game. It's a kids' game, really. It wasn't? I don't know what the age it's aimed at. I suppose if you're if you're playing it with a bunch of adults, it's going to be a different kind of game. Yeah. You're going to be more. You're going to think about things a little bit more. It's going to be less cheating going on. Maybe I don't know. But I'm, I'm in it. I'm like there's no restriction on what you can call I me mean, there is a restriction like you can't put a swear word in there but you can spell a swear word differently yeah you yeah. still use it fk for
1: fucking. yeah
0: sort of stuff like that so then i was in there i was like a guy with like suck my cock was his name but was spelled with k's and it just got s-u-k-k-o-k and it's like little kids are playing this like little seven eight year old kids like little girls little boys are playing it and then i was in a i was in a room and there was um there was a there was a character in there and there's no way to determine who these people are. It's just a name that they give themselves and that's all you know. And this guy's like talking and mean, I assumed it was a guy. He's talking to people and he's like, he was picking out the people that were talking about social media and stuff like Snapchat. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, who's got Snapchat in here? And then this one girl goes, I've got it. Oh, can I add you on Snapchat, babe? And it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Little kids don't talk, like little kids don't say babe. Yeah. That's a that's a guy, that's a grown up. So I kind of I never get involved in the chats. So I just start to play the game. So I come out in saying, "Well, whoa, whoa, don't give this person your Snapchat. That's a grown man, and you should be more careful like that. That's a grown man. These are kids. Don't anybody give out personal like being the adult in the room, like trying to like stop it. And then the person leaves, and it's like that was a fucking grown up trying to get a kid Snapchat. Like I feel like i have just interrupted that shit. Yeah. And there's just there's loads of times when you play playing it, you go, hang on, like, and you have to start of stepping, go, stop talking to, but you don't know this could be a grown man. This could be like your dad's age. Be careful, your kids, and um, so I've, I've started playing it. Really, it's a bit weird, but I feel like the game. It probably whoever made the game probably doesn't realize how successful they were going to be, mm. but from get go from the get go, right? I think there needs to be more restrictions on games in that they have before they release. They have to be more careful. They have to filter out bad names. They have to make sure people are putting in age. I mean, I know you can lie about your age and say I'm 12 when you're actually 35 and stuff, yeah. but it needs to do a better job of splitting people up because you got adults playing with teenagers, playing with little kids and then little kids don't play the game as well as um, teenagers because teenagers, you know, they can, they can handle it better. And then because the kids aren't playing as good as the teenagers, the teenagers are giving them shit in the chat saying, Oh, you're all idiots. Why can't you play the game? It's like, well, what's that doing to that little kid who's, yeah. you are know, playing this game and doesn't understand what they're doing wrong. And it's just like, it's, it's these social issues that people probably don't even understand are a thing, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you know, you're opening little kids up to the, to the, this world of adults and teenagers who just want to play. Like, if you see a kid on Roblox, you know, they're just playing Roblox, just jumping around, hopping up and down and shit, and, you know, just having a good time. It's job. like a modern day Mario type thing. Yeah, they're not really having a bad time because I don't even know if they can talk to other players.
1: I don't think so. I don't
0: think I've ever seen it. Um, but when it comes to this when you can actually openly just discuss things with other people. It's fucking dangerous, man. Everyone adding each other on Snapchat. Yeah. Meanwhile, the parents have no idea what's going on well, what because going there's to... no filters on it. There's no protection on it. I just think like the the game needs to be sort of held accountable for this thing. Like if something bad, like God forbid something bad happened off the back of um, somebody, like like an adult or paedophile, for instance, creating a relationship with some kid. Yeah, You know, the game is, it's not entirely to blame, but you know, it's kind of provided an opportunity for a kid to fall into a trap.
1: So when, yeah, so when Miley's on it and she's texting me, I like, I'll never interrupt and dictate what she kind of cannot put, but I'll always look and make sure. Yeah. What obviously all she does was just tell people false information. I thought it was, red, I think it's red and then they don't get voted out and then it weren't him. And she's like, no, no, it's green. And then, but yeah, she never gets involved in like, no conversation. She's yeah. just all for, like, yeah. say just a game. She's just a nice, typical, innocent kid. Like
0: Yeah. And, you know you, you see someone else it, like when we were kids like you know when you watch like a film or a tv show or listen to music and you listen to it again when you're older yeah and there's like loads of like sexual jokes in there that you never really picked up on when you're yeah yeah and i wonder how much of that sort of slips under that radar and how much to kind of read and go oh what does that say mm. and you know Ooh, how do i explain that person's name to them yeah yeah i just think these people exist and they're all i mean you know some of these people could be like someone joins a game cart on the names i'm hornet there could be a chance that there's a little kid that I've heard that somewhere and thinks it makes some sound older yeah you know, oh this is what all the kids start and so i'm playing the persona of like an older 15 year old kid when really the 10 or whatever yeah so i don't know i just think that's to bring that up i think the game needs to do a lot more and i think there needs to be more honest on um these small companies to um, think before they release games i know they want to rush this shit out and make a lot of money and you know create an app and then sell it to someone like google or some shit but they need to do better mm. absolutely you know fucking facebook and google and all these other tech companies youtube they are all investing so much time and effort into censoring political conversations on a grand on a grand scale. And it's like, why aren't you spending this amount of time in um creating technology that protects kids from predators online? Yeah. So speaking of uh of bad people and bad guys, did you see this on Instagram recently? Um there was a guy, it was yesterday, um, he'd abducted a kid. Yes. And um, so all the footage is there. If you go to... There's an Instagram account. The girl who sort of saved saved the day. Um, go on to her Instagram account. It's Shandaya. S-H-A-N-D. D-E-Y-A. And so basically, she said a little sister saw a girl getting grabbed. And the little sister went, oh, I've seen a girl get grabbed. And it's all on CCTV. You can see it. The guy's of really creeps up behind her, grabs her, and then drags her away. And takes down like an alleyway. And so this girl's big sister who's like uh, she looks like she's like in her early 20s um she follows this guy and she's like who are you like who's that little girl and the guy's shouting back say oh it's my family it's my family so she goes no who is it like so she follows the guy and the guy's like walking off with this girl in his arms and she goes what are you doing like who who is this little girl like he's like oh it's my cousin leave me alone so then she goes over she puts her arm on the guy and the guy walks off and leaves the girl behind and then the little girl starts crying then Mm -hmm. because obviously something fucking terrible just happened to her and so this this girl from Instagram, she's kind of filmed it all on her phone as well, and she saved the day, um, which I think is fucking heroic. Mm-hmm. Right? She's out there saying, "Oh, I'm not here. I just did whatever." My little sister's the one who spotted it, but you know, she didn't have to approach him. You know, she put herself in danger. She didn't know what kind of guy she was dealing with. Um, and also she could have, when he said it's my cousin, she could have felt intimidated and you know sort of just believed him or whatever. Yeah. But the fact that she you know approached him and she pretty much gave chase and you know got a little girl back and saved her from further harm. I don't know what happened before she got to him. But, you know, I think it's worth pointing out this girl and, you know, giving her Instagram a shout out so people can go onto a page, check it out and see the video. Um, he's been identified and I don't know who's got to him first, the police or the guys within the local area because now I'm seeing shit popping off on um, people's stories, uh, people sharing videos of them
1: looking house.
0: for him, going to his house. Talking to his mum. Yes, yeah, Some people put pressure on his mum, uh, which, which I, I don't agree with. Mm. Um, and I don't, you know, this whole vigilante thing, it's kind of like, <clears throat> if he got arrested by the police, I don't know, next to nothing had happened to him probably. Yeah. Uh, because on the footage, you know, there's technically no proof of anything bad happening. Um, so, you know, you don't know, like a guy like that, you know, fucking, but, you kind like, of like, party wants the wants the guys from the local estate to get to him first. Yeah. To make sure he gets what he deserves. But then it's like, you know, they say we live in a society where, you know, you have to stand trial and, you know, uh, innocent until proven guilty. But we've seen the video. We know this guy's fucking reaction. Yeah. We know this guy's a fucking monster. That little girl's not lying. Something terrible happened. We saw him fucking grab the girl. I'll say fucking the CCTV from a house on the street. Yeah. Picked up the abduction. And that's enough for me. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it's previous as well.
0: Yeah, it's previous. Right. Well, there you go. In my books, um, I'm not condoning violence, but if violence was to happen to this person, I wouldn't bat an eyelid.
1: Yeah, I'm the same. Uh, like I said, the thing with his mum, no, obviously his mum is obviously it's going to be a horrible position for his mum because that's her son. but he's a fucking monster. He's a fucking monster. Um, but you know what? As well, when I thought, because I thought if I was that, if I was the woman who the little girl comes up and you know, from what I can make out of the little girl, like frantic crying when she's saying she says she may have made him do some horrible things and that's kind of what i think i heard um but my thought of because at first i thought i'll make get her home but then it's like okay she's just been i've done stuff one stranger like if you're in that woman's position do you want to be what alone with this young girl who's frantic yeah does you know a mum's number to phone and say look i'm at x y and z um i've got your little girl you need to come like what what kind of process do you do? Because you can't just kind of take her away and be seen to get in a car or whatever with this little girl to a yeah. house or drop her off at a of school. Or I was like, what kind of action do you take? Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I'm glad it was a, a woman that found her because, you know, it probably made the situation a little bit more bearable, being saved, being rescued by a woman than another man.
1: Plus, I think if you're a man and... So now the criminal's walked off and now you've got this girl who is frantic and she's crying and she's screaming and, you know, she's obviously like overwhelmed with emotion and a passerby sees that and yeah. it's two or three guys and now they see is a guy with this young girl who can't speak for tears and she'll just yeah. fight for It's like this guy could get his, you know, could get beat up for, yeah, yeah, exactly. um, for obviously save, saving the girl.
0: So never let that deter you. If you ever see something similar happening, never let that deter you from uh, stepping in you think that's like, um, Jamie Bulger, right? Mm. Um, I don't know. It's, 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 a, it's a difficult thing to talk about because at the time it was, like, one of the worst things. It happened around – I was, wasn't was much older than Jamie Bulger when it happened. And for anyone who doesn't know, um, he was kidnapped by two other kids at a local shopping centre. And the two kids took him away, torched him, and killed him, um, which was strange at the time because he was like, two small kids that did this crime. And, you know, the mum sort of turned away for one second and he was gone, he was taken away by some older boys and she never seen him again. And you have to wonder, like, what would have happened if she hadn't stepped in? hmm And, you know, so if you do see anything like that, you know, you should always just just be sure. intervene, to be, yeah. Yeah. You know, just step in. If you're wrong, you're wrong. What's the worst that can happen? You look like a bit of an idiot for a minute.
1: Yeah. Um, and obviously if you don't feel safe to do it on your own, obviously like, you can even phone a police just or... fucking scream at
0: the top of your voice you know if you're a woman and you see a man doing something similar like that mm. you know just fucking just, who cares if you look stupid just scream get help, scare the guy off kick him in the balls and, uh... do whatever and uh, yeah so check our Instagram account out what is it again it's disappeared off my screen uh, Shandaya that's H-A-N-D-E-Y-A check it out the local hero <laughs> Um, Speaking of local heroes, let's flip it on to the opposite of local heroes. Um, Once a man who was at the top of his game scoring goals for Manchester United is now accused of ABH, GBH? ABH. On his wife? Mm-hmm. Ooh, Ryan Giggs. Ryan, Ryan Giggs. I mean, we knew he was a bad guy. You know, he slept with his brother's wife. And now this.
1: I mean, to be fair, his brother, mm-hmm. he's a... Uh... He's took that little incident, he's ran with it, he's doing adverts, he's uh, making yeah. light of the situation, he's um, making money off it. Yep. Well done, Rodri. Well
0: done, Rodri. Rodri Giggs. But, you know, a guy who does something like that and then commits the act of ABH. I mean, I tried to look up which is worse, ABH or GBH. I couldn't work out which one was worse. Apparently GBH is worse than ABH. I mean, I suppose if you're a fucking victim of the crime, it doesn't matter who does it. You know, you're still getting you know bodily harm, whether yeah. it's actual or grievous um so yeah what do you think about that
1: like you say he's uh obviously you know he's well groomed he's always like he's a handsome guy you know? like he's a handsome older man who's always just like looks good he's got like a soft-spoken voice uh, loved him well, well yeah you know he's, he's well known and well admired within the football community and it's like like that means nothing like if, when this guy goes home like if it is true because he's not been proven guilty yet so if it is true then you think he's a he's a monster he's horrible he's done that to his brother you know he's got who who can trust this guy if he's doing that to his brother and he's you know beating his wife
0: if he hadn't already been guilty of sleeping with his brother's wife i'd have been like "Mm, really ryan giggs i don't know i mean i'm gonna have to wait and see more of this before i sort of pass judgment but the fact that is got previous of doing you know just Questionable slimy. shit, slimy shit. That's it. Just being a slimy guy, and usually the guys that hit women are slimer. Mm. They always look nice on the outside, and yeah, I always think like, who, who amongst us is that kind of guy? Because domestic abuse always, almost always happens. Not him. In quiet, you know what I mean. It's like that guy, like him. Oh, he's sounding. I talked to him all the time. He's yeah, a nice guy, and it usually is them because they're not really aggressive. Because aggressive males, um they sort of. They alleviate that from their person by being aggressive around males and mm. dominating males. And it's kind of usually the guys that. Being alpha male, yeah. Yet, don't like... have it in them to, or don't want to dominate male. They just try and do it with females and be disrespectful to women. And uh, that's how they sort of. Because you hear, like, and it's not always physical, but it's always, like, or emotional as well. Like, mm-hmm. uh, comments that guys make to women, like, to make them feel shit. You know, things that, you know, they, they'll bitch about the friends to so sort of, like, push them away from the friends and bring them closer into that circle that they try and create.
1: Like you know, a barrier around the partner and stuff. Make them feel like they need the on more than they actually do. Yeah, like your like,
0: friends are fucking dickheads. You know, they talk shit about you, but I never would. And, you know, and, and then it, it works. Like it's, it's a formula that, like, abusers have used for years. And it's always, it's like a pattern, isn't it? It's like, mm-hmm. it's almost like they've all shared the same idea, but, you know, they never have. Yeah. Know? It's like the same formula. The old, like, these narcissistic guys. I mean, it's not just guys. You know, we all thought Johnny Depp was um, beating his misses up for the longest time. And, you know, yeah. and there's evidence out there now that suggests that it's actually, um, you know, it could have been him that was getting
1: um, abused. Um, and it's obviously, it takes a lot for a man to come out and say he's involved, and he's on the receiving end of domestic abuse as well. Yeah, yeah
0: well, generally speaking, men don't talk about it, do they? Mm.
1: Um, and that's, you know, that's, that's
0: more than just domestic, you know, it's um, depression, all sorts of things. Men just yeah. tend to not open up. And I think in general, victims of domestic abuse don't speak about it because... There are a lot of times where women um don't want people to think badly of the man.
1: Well, I say as well because like, I think what, what you find with guys as well, they'll take, they'll, they'll nitpick and they'll take everything away from the woman. So be like friends, and then they might try and kind of distance them from the family, and they'll get him like stuck in a you know, maybe like, it's like a bit of a standard job where you maybe can't afford to live on their own. So it's like. No matter what happens now, I need this guy. Yeah, I need him. I need his income. I need his he pays direction. Right. Yeah, I yeah. need like everything this guy's on top of. I need it. Yeah, and you have him just clinging on to that. There, a lot of the time
0: as well, they're sort of overbearing almost straight away. But like, yeah. um, you know, oh, we should go on holiday together. Or we you know we should. Do you want to like move in? You know, like just like really like. Oh, it's a bit sudden. Yeah. But, oh, maybe he's just like he's really into me. Maybe this is going really well. And then before you know of it, like, yeah, you're in that sort of trapped position where yeah. you're almost, like, cornered. It's very predatory, in it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, went down a rabbit hole there. Went down a rabbit hole of shit. But um, Ryan Giggs, Ryan, Ryan Giggs, typically United player, that. <laughs> I mean, no, shout out to uh, Marcus Rashford, who is uh, doing all sorts for Hungry Kids, mm-hmm. doing his bit, playing his part, you know, using his influence and his money. To give back, which you know, I hope it sort of sparks. I hope it sort of like sparks a flame of I think you know, more has. footballers um, doing this sort of stuff. at
1: erzl he's feeding a couple of schools down yeah. in London. um yeah. Ryan Sterling, doing some stuff. Um,
0: I can't remember specifically what, but I read it somewhere. So yeah, I mean, you know, you're making a lot of money. You got a lot of spare income. Maybe just and give
1: you know, back a little bit. One thing that does annoy me with that kind of stuff, though, is that people do nice things. And it's just never enough for people. It's oh, always, it's never enough. oh well, yeah. is this much he could do more. It's like yes, he could do more, but he also, do, but he's not. if he didn't do absolutely anything, no one would say anything anyway. Anything so it's like it's because people um, were kicking off like Ryan Michael Stirling. Richards. Like, yeah, go on, sir. Michael Richards. He's giving fifty. I don't know if it's fifty thousand pounds each or he's splitting it, but he's giving like twenty five pounds like local businesses within Leeds and Manchester, and well, I can't remember it might be like Hungry Farmers or something like that. But then people's on Twitter, you know, everyone's going, oh, that's amazing. Then people on Twitter, well, what's that going to help when this is still happening? It's like, yeah, but then if you give it to that and if you took it away from businesses and give it to something else, then the business is still struggling. So it's like, just be thankful and appreciate why this guy is giving 50,000 pounds of his own money to certain causes. Like, just because it doesn't meet your agenda or that that venue or that avenue kind of affects you personally. It's like, that doesn't mean he's a bad guy. It just means it's just unlucky in it at the same time as well as you
0: don't want to do too much like there's, there's a balance in that of how much you actually want to do so i'll use this as an example years ago um nestle um they gave a baby formula to african parents who were sort of starving in africa and so the mothers started using this baby formula to feed the babies and it was all going really well they were doing it for years and years and years and then it sort of you know They decided that they couldn't afford to do it anymore or they didn't want to do it. For whatever the reasons that they stopped doing it, they stopped doing it. So they stopped giving money, uh, stopped donating baby formula to Africa. And then these parents that were relying heavily on this baby formula all of a sudden no longer had it. And because they weren't breastfeeding, they had no breast milk to feed the baby with and loads of babies starved. And unfortunately, some of them starved to death. And Nestle got blamed. I mean, you know, there's there's a whole debate to be had, you know, they were doing something good and then they stopped it bad. Like, did it have to should you commit to doing it like for years, or should there be a process of like, this is gonna stop within the next six months or something? So yeah. there needs to be a there needs to be an exit strategy. Yeah, it's probably the right answer. I don't know. So I mean, the it's kinda of synonymous with this scenario because it's if you give too much and then all of a sudden you stop, you've created a dependency there comes to as well yeah it's like if you set up a food bank for instance and you're giving meal a kid can line up take a full meal and the parents go okay this is great my kid's getting fed this is this is wonderful i can now adjust my living budget and we can get sky i don't know it's an example and then all of a sudden this stops oh wait a minute this this is stopped and now you've got a factor in this new expense that mm-hmm. you maybe you can't do. You know, I've got Sky. I'm in mean, a 12-month contract. I can't afford to get out of it. You know, and I saw some posts where the people were debating saying, oh, well, you know, why can't parents feed the kids, you know? And I feel like going back to the whole sec- the, the sexism thing, which um, gender pay gap and sex two totally different things. Um, this kind of proves how well-ingrained sexism is in some people's minds because I saw a post saying like, can you afford to get your nails done? Can you afford to get your hair done? Um, can you afford to get your lip fills done? If you can afford all these things and your kid's starving, then you just, you're a shit parent, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, hang on a minute, Like, where's the man in this scenario? Mm. It's not the woman's sole responsibility to feed the kids. In some household, maybe it's the woman who puts the food on the table, but it's not a woman's like, where, where's the dad in this? If it, is it a single woman? Then it's not the single woman's fault that the kid's struggling to eat food. It's the fact that there was a dad that should have stepped in to do something early on. But is, is he gone? Do you know yeah. who the dad is? Like, th- there's somebody out there, like, there's 50% of the responsibility that just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. And I feel like the whole argument has been weighted towards making women with low income lifestyles sort of vilifying them in a way. And it's like, we shouldn't be putting them in a scenario where they feel bad for asking for help. Like, so um, my friend Michael Lignum, who has been doing a lot, um, he works for a company called Moto, which is a motorway service station. And um, there's you know they have Burger Kings on there and you know all like all the things you expect on a service station, and he's um messaged a bunch of people. He's doing like a little Facebook campaign. He's like you know if you need it, I'm there. I'll drop food off. People have been donating money. He's been taking food to people's houses and stuff. Started with his own money. Started with his own money and people donating their own money: hundred quid here, hundred quid there. And you know he's doing his bit. And you know he said he's like hearing stories of people who've got like, women who've gone to food banks to feed the kids and like they're having like. Corn and peas for the tea from a jar, from a tin, sorry. It's like, you know, I was talking to a woman, she had to fucking, her kids had peas for tea. And it's like, wow, like
1: that. You don't think people look that like that. In this true. country?
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, no kid deserves to be hungry, like no kid at all. Not a single kid in this world deserves to be hungry, no matter what country you come from, what background you have, or what. Um, but fucking just sat there eating peas for tea. I mean, yeah. You know, people go, "Oh boy, well, at least he's got food." But like, yeah, but like, why is that? Yeah, what new, I mean, some nutrition. Well, but... there's no no variety in there. It's nah, just kids has got to grow up strong. You can't fucking live on that. It's just like, and that woman probably doesn't know where her next meal's coming from. And it's like this courage in asking for help. Yeah, you know, if you need help, then you should ask for it. And you know, yeah, it's opened up a new conversation um, that definitely needed to be had. That um, you know, just wasn't being acknowledged. Like now, it's something we all think about, but it's nothing new. Um it's something that's always existed, but now it's it's the conversation that we're having and uh, hopefully it carries on going. And that's we've got that... Marcus Rashford to thank for starting it.
1: Yeah, and I think that's where um, the benefits of social media, social media gets a bad name a lot of the time, but yeah, some of the um, the benefits of it.
0: Yeah, well, that's two examples. So it's the woman who saved the little girl. She shared the video and almost instantly they found out exactly who, who the guy was, was. Yeah. social media at work. And then you yeah, just sharing the positive message. So, yeah, I think it's a good place to end. Yep. Okay, people, thank you for sticking with it. Another long episode. Um, make sure you check out the social medias. Uh, please do us a favor and follow, follow, follow this podcast on your favorite podcasting app uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. And until the next one, peace. Peace.